Shabbos Dab Today's email comes to us from David Handler and he writes, I can't begin to tell you how much I enjoy learning the Dab with you. Your illustrations are very helpful, giving a very clear understanding of otherwise complicated sugas. Your humor is always fun and keeps the session awake and attentive. Your demeanor is always pleasant, even when you are criticized. But then he goes on to criticize and he asks Mechila for it. He says, when I said jokingly that we bought a refrigerator for our Dafyami Center here in Eretz Yisrael, it costs an additional $500 just for the ice maker. And he says that could constitute Lashon Hara in Eretz Yisrael. Initially, I brushed it off saying that this is the Medina versus Eretz Yisrael. This is a product made in China that is being charged extra taxes here in Eretz Yisrael. But then I thought about it and said he might have a good point. If somebody might be thinking differently about making Aliyah to Eretz Yisrael because of this kind of thing, then it might constitute Lashon Hara on Eretz Yisrael. I'm telling you this because I love you and know that you would not want to sin respectfully, David Handler. Jumping into today's daf, Rebbe says, if one of the brothers is Nifter, all the brothers have to be concerned. If one of the Bnei Chabura is Nifter, the entire Chabura has to be concerned. The Gemara qualifies this and says, is referring to the smallest of the Chabura or the greatest of the Chabura, but no, not the regular guys in the Chabura. Rebbe is a big Chiddush. When the Mishnah says, any destructive melacha that you do, for instance, you knock down a house, you are potter because you're mechalkal, you're being destructive, and on Shabbos you have to be positive, you have to make a positive effect, that doesn't refer to two melachas. Causing injury and creating a fire are not included. Rabbi Yechonon heard this and he said, things like that, do not say here in the base measures, take that outside. There's no mission that says like you, and if you heard something similar, that is because there's a positive outcome at the end. For instance, you caused injury to an animal to draw blood and take that blood and feed it to your dog. Or you made a fire because you want the ashes at the end. What about our mission? Our mission seems to say, not like Rebbe Our mission says, call him with no exception. Says so perhaps our mission goes according to Rebbe Yehuda. Rebbe Yehuda holds, As long as there's a positive outcome at the end, you are chayiv. And the Braiso that says that there are two, or Rebavo who says that there are two malachas that are not included, would go according to Rebbe Shimon. In other words, call a mechalkal according to Rebbe Yudah, no matter what, every mechalkal, every destructive act is potter because there's no positive effect at the end. If there's a positive effect at the end, like a malachas, then you are chayyav. Rebbe Shimon says, even when there's a positive effect at the end, it's considered malachas, and you are potter. Besides those two malachas of chayval amavir, where the Torah says specifically, there's a drush in the Torah, that you are chayiv. What is the drush according to Rabbi Shimon? When the Torah says that you're allowed to perform a bris on Shabbos, even though it's chayval, you're causing injury, that is to say that in general, chayval is also. Only in this specific case of Mila, it's mutter. And when the Torah says that you should not kill a bas kayan, who is mezana, with hot lead, which is sreifa, which is mavir, the Torah is saying you're not allowed to create a fire on Shabbos. Rabbi Yehuda says, the reason why the Torah was matir, Mila, because it is a positive, where now this young boy became Jewish, it was a positive. Nevertheless, the Torah says, typically in a positive, that's a malacha, that constitutes a malacha. In this case, you allowed to do a Mila. And the same thing by a Baskai. What is the shear of whitening wool and untangling wool and spinning wool? Two times a sit, from finger to finger. Rebbe says, I have a much simpler way to measure. From finger to finger, it's the same thing. You don't need double this. One of these equals two of these. Says the Mishnah, according to everybody, if you want to catch a tzipar drawer, 
a swallow or a sparrow, very difficult bird to catch, to trap. Therefore, the only time it constitutes seidah trapping is if you get it into a small closet. If it's a larger bird, according to Chachamim, even if it's in a bevar, meaning an enclosed area, if it has a roof, that's considered trapping. If it doesn't have a roof, it could escape. It's not trapping. When it comes to a deer, Rabbi Yudas says the only time it's considered trapping if you get it into a small house, into a house, according to Chachamim, even into a bevar, an enclosed area, comes Rabbi Shem and qualifies this and says it's only a bever katan, where it's easy to grab and capture, but not a bever gadol. There's a mission in Mestachus Beitza that says, discussing what malachas you're allowed to do on Yantif, and that malacha is you're not allowed to do a malacha that you could do before Yantif. Therefore, you could capture a fish before Yantif and keep it in water over Yantif and kill it on Yantif. There's no reason for you to do so on Yantif itself. Therefore, it's usher to trap a fish on Yantif. And if it's also the trap of fishing under the fish is mukta, and therefore you're not allowed to feed animals that are mukta. When it comes to a deer, if it's already trapped inside a bay or inside an enclosure, it's not mukta, and therefore you're allowed to feed it. So the Gemara says, this is talking about a very small enclosure, and that's why you're allowed to trap it. But a large enclosure, you're not allowed to. What constitutes a small enclosure? Three pshadim in the Gemara. Either you could grab the animal in one shot, or since the, in the time of the Gemara, the walls were all made the same height, if it cast a shadow on the other wall, that's considered a small area, or it doesn't have any corners for the animal to run away to. A sleeping deer, or a blind deer, or a deer that has fever, it could still run away, all these can run away, and therefore if you trap it, it's considered tzedah, yuchayim. If it's an older deer or a handicapped deer, then you are potter because such a deer doesn't run away. And if it's sick because of fatigue, it's also considered already trapped and you're not chayev. Grasshoppers, hornets, and mosquitoes, according to the mayor, trapping them, you're a chayev. According to Chachamim, it depends. If it's typically something that you trap for a positive benefit, then it's also, if you're trapping it, let's say just to get it away from you, then and you are potter. Grasshoppers in the morning, when there's dew, they can't see, and therefore you're not hired for just picking one up and going. If it's very hot and they're slightly lethargic, you are still hired. Now, if they come in great swarms of grasshoppers, says then you are potter if it's hot and they're in swarms. Says the Mishnah, if a deer goes into a house and a single person closes the door, that person is chayef for tzeda. If two people close the door simultaneously, they are both potter, shnaim shasu. If the door is so heavy that it requires two people, then they are both chayef, and Rabbi Shimon says they are potter. To capture a lion just by grabbing onto it is nothing. Obviously, he'll run away. You have to put it into a special designed box that captures lions. Says the Mishnah, if Reuven sits by the door, but the door is wide enough that the deer could run away, Reuven is not chayiv. Shimon comes along and sits in the other part of the door. Shimon is chayiv. Reuven is not chayiv. What happens if Reuven sits down in the entire door? The deer cannot get away. Come Shimon and keeps him company. He gives a second layer of protection. Shimon is not chayiv. Reuven is chayiv. What happens if Reuven gets up and walks away? Shimon is still not chayiv. And the Mishnah brings a raya. This is a mushal to a person who tied a deer with a rope, let's say to his door, indoors. The deer is trapped. He's chayiv. Is he allowed to close the front door? Obviously, close the front door. What happens if the deer undoes the rope 
and now he's free to go. Does the person that closed the door have to reopen the door? No, that happened a while ago. And the same thing here. Shimon sat down, it was motive for him to sit down. So he doesn't have to get up once Reuven walks away. Have a wonderful day.